instead of his best friends. In the morning, Stephen would attend the closing over at the Cattleman's Bank and sign the papers, making him the legal owner of a fifty-acre spread with a sturdy, though run-down, two-story house and a good well, but not much else going for it. The rickety fences had toppled over years ago, defeated by decades of heavy snow in winter and pounding rain come springtime, and the barn was unsalvageable. Yet something about the place had reached out to him and grabbed hold just the same. The small ranch had been a home once, and it could be one again with a lot of elbow grease and a serious chunk of change. Fortunately, money wasn't a problem for Stephen, which wasn't to say there weren't plenty of other things to chap his figurative hide. Sometimes he felt just as lost as Matt did. Matt's mouth quirked up at one side in a flimsy attempt at a smile, all the more touching because of the obvious effort involved. I'm only five years and three months old, he said, in belated reply to Stephen's question, in that oddly mature way of his. It's not late in my life because my life just got started. The little guy had skipped the baby talk stage entirely. He hadn't even tried to talk until he was past two, but he'd spoken in full sentences from then on. Five, huh? Stephen teased, raising one eyebrow. If you weren't so short, I'd say you were lying about your age. Come on, admit it. You're really somebody's grandfather, posing as a kid. The joke, a well-worn favorite, fell flat. Matt's small shoulders moved with the force of his sigh, and he leaned a little more heavily into Stephen's side. Feeling lonesome? Stephen asked, after clearing his throat. Matt nodded, looking up at Stephen. His eyes were huge and luminous in the pre-dawn darkness. I need a dog, the boy announced solemnly. Stephen chuckled, ruffled Matt's hair, gleaming dark as a raven's wing in the night. Relief swelled inside him, flailed behind his chest wall like a living thing doing its best to escape. A dog was something he could manage. Soon as we're settled, he promised, we'll visit the animal shelter and pick out a mutt. Do they have ponies at the shelter, too? The question cheered Stephen. Matt was pushing the envelope, so to speak, and that had to be a good sign. They'd already had the pony discussion, repeatedly. You know the deal, Tex, he reminded the little boy quietly. The fences need to be replaced before we can keep horses, and the barn, too. Matt sighed again, deeply. That might take a long time, he lamented, since you'll be working in town every day. Stephen fully intended to settle down in Stone Creek, build a normal life for his young charge and for himself. And to him, normal meant showing up somewhere on weekday mornings and putting in eight hours, whether he needed the paycheck or not. He'd had to fight just to get through high school, 
let alone pre-law in college, and then earned the graduate degree that had qualified him to take the bar exam. A frustrating variety of learning disorders had all but crippled him early in his life. Although they'd been corrected, thanks to several perceptive teachers, he'd had a lot of catching up to do. Still felt as if he was scrambling some of the time. Stephen ruffled Matt's hair. Yep, he agreed. I'll be working. What about me? Where will I be when you're gone? They'd already covered that ground numerous times. But after everything and everybody the little guy had lost over the past couple of years, it wasn't surprising that he needed almost constant reassurance. You'll be in day camp, Stephen said. Until you start first grade in the fall, anyhow.